This is True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast. Coming to you in very, very strange times today. Um, obviously, I don't need to uh, sort of mention it again, but uh, there's a uh, particular pandemic that is sweeping the nation and the rest of the world, Deeble, which is um, uh, very concerning for, for a lot of people um, and particularly for our AFL season. It is, mate. It's uh, welcome back uh, to the to the faithful. Uh, hope we've got you along for the ride this year, whether we have a season or we don't have a season, because we don't know what's going on yet, Mads. It's we've got a game. Chaos. We've got a game tomorrow night, and we're still not sure um, whether we are playing. And it, that's just bizarre from a, an AFL point of view, because I think they'll try to make the decision uh, on Monday. Obviously, never happened. Pushed it back to Tuesday. Um, notified everyone. Yep, we'll make a decision tomorrow. It's now Wednesday. There's a game tomorrow night, and we still don't know whether it's 100 percent going ahead. Now, Dable, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Yes. If and I'm, you know me, Dable. I love my footy. If this, if round one goes ahead, um, which I'd be happy with because I love to watch footy, but if round one goes ahead, the AFL are categorically the greatest sports organisation in the world. 100%. Well, all footy, uh, I shouldn't say footy, soccer has been, uh, they've pulled the pin Soccer's on it overseas. Soccer's gone, NBA's gone, Major League Baseball's gone, NHL's gone. The, the, you look at Australia, NBL, they're halfway through a, a grand final series. They yep. pull the pin on that. Yep. Um, the NRL, are obviously, they've played their round one, or, or is round one this week? Could be the sale. I'm not, I'm not too I'm, sure, but I'm certainly not across NRL. Couldn't yeah, really give a I think stuff about it just quietly. They're sort of on the same wavelength as the AFL. They're going ahead and playing, um, but it, it's bizarre, Mads. And this is the thing: it takes one confirmed uh, case oh. of the the virus in someone who's a associated a, a medical staff in, in on the board or one of the players, and the competition shuts down. It's one person from being diagnosed to the the season. Uh, obviously being deferred for however long it takes and by the the, the way they're talking it's sort of a, it's a six month plan it's you sort of you got to be following these guidelines or your hygiene that type of thing for the next six months to try keep this pandemic as you know as as small as it possibly can be it's it's absolute chaos Steve. it's it's fair to say this is unprecedented we haven't seen anything like it in our lifetime and um i venture i guess we wouldn't again but uh all bets are off now i suppose um it, look <laughs> it, it, i i afl state leagues are done already yep. vfl's done yep for mine it's just a a matter of time until they have to bow to public to public pressure it'll make winter Absolutely unbearable without football. I mean, let's maybe I'm being insensitive. We're, we're just not going to focus on sort of the doom and gloom of this. This is more about football, right? Yeah. It'll make winter very hard. Yeah, it's, it's funny. This is the thing. It's like, why haven't they pulled the pin already on the season? If they've pulled all the state leagues around the country, that means if, if we do go ahead and play, there's going to be um, you know, the, the second-tier players, they're not even playing, so they're not getting fitness, uh, you know, to potentially play an AFL game of footy. So there, there's one problem there, Mads, and it's just, I don't know, it's it's like it's it's chaos, mate. That, that's the way 
the only way we can put it, really. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I don't mind, Deeble. I don't mind the 17 rounds at all. In, in theory, absolutely. It makes every match critical. It's fairer. I mean, obviously, the only way you can make it any fairer than uh, than 17 rounds and playing each other just, just the one time is if you play each other twice, home and away. But, you know, that's not going to happen. I really like the idea of 17 rounds. If um, if that was to go ahead and that was that was a hit, you might even see uh, a bit, bit of a change. Yeah, but you, you know why it's not going to happen, Mads? Why is that, David? Dollar values, mate. Yeah, correct. That's uh, as you said. They're greedy. They're greedy. So that's the why they want the twenty-two rounds, and that's why they'll always push for that. Um, which is good for us, more footy. But in theory, you know, playing everyone once, um, alternate years to home and away, Love it, it, it makes it complete sense, Mads. But look, this is the the stuff that's going to come out. Um, you know, in, in time, that's the only way we're going to find out what's actually going to happen. And as we're seeing how volatile the situation is at, at a government level, things are changing every day, guidelines are changing every day. It's, uh, it's, it's a day-by-day proposition, I think, Mads. Baffling. It is, it is, it is. Now, um, our Swannies. The boys. The boys. Up and firing. Why we're here. I'll tell you what, pre-Christmas, when uh, Buddy was up and about, Let's just talk. Let's talk, buddy. He has never looked in better shape in his life. Even he gave 2008 Buddy Franklin a run for his money for mine, Debs. 100%, mate. But this is the most frustrating thing, and I think this is what you get when you sign a guy for a 10-year contract. We we always knew it was going to happen, right? Yeah, this back end, whether his body was holding up. And to be frank, it's not holding up. No, you know, he it hasn't held soft up for tissue, two years, really. Soft tissue last year, and then he's done a knee clean out, and you know it's it's multiple months on the sideline. He's been ruled out for the first two rounds um, coming up, but pre Christmas, gee whiz, that was getting me excited. Just the the nick he was in, and you know he looked a bit lighter. He's going to be moving around the ground. Um, yeah, exciting stuff, but. Be interesting to see how he comes back from the knee clean out. Hopefully, it wasn't uh, anything too major, and uh, he's up and firing. When well, uh, if we do get some footy, well, I mean, it's certainly it's an interesting prospect. Um, if if we do have a delayed start, obviously that's that's great, and we could could see Buddy um, playing. You know, the the first first game that's played. Um, but yeah, it just seems like he's taking a lot longer to come back from injuries now, which is you know part and parcel of being the age that he is. Um, but it's yeah, it's concerning. I was I was really looking forward to see him in full flight, but I, I venture a guess we might not see that again, Debs. Yeah, it's funny. It, I think I think it's just the the club in general is probably ready to go. You know that week or two before, but they just put that. Put him on ice for that extra week or two, which seems to be maybe an extra month with Buddy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, when you've made an investment in a player and you're probably paying him, you know, one point five million dollars a season, um, his back ended contract, Mads, you got to be careful, don't you? Yeah, you do, you do. But I mean, you can't. Of course, they knew that was going to happen. They just sort of would have thrown caution in the wind and hoped that that wouldn't be the case. I know we all hoped it wouldn't be the case, but everyone knows, you know, when, especially a player of his size, when you get to that age, things start going wrong. I'm, I'm six or four, Debs. I'm 30 years old and my knees are absolutely cooked. I can tell you that much. Mate, I, yeah, I reckon you'd be moving a right out on, on the ground. Matt, Roaming across you got our out there. Your big, uh, thick frame out there. <laughs> uh, 
be clunking grabs like no tomorrow. Um, we we buckled it in the first couple of well, the only two games of um, what's the preseason even called? I think these it's days? The, the Marsh Marsh, Marsh Community Series. Yeah. series. There yep, you go. There you go. Um, but I didn't mind it at all. I didn't mind the GWS thing, as I as I said in my post, Ebs. I think um, I think it has, in keeping with the coronavirus at the moment, ladies and gentlemen. I think it has the same sort of characteristics. I think panic tends to be a little bit more contagious and spread a lot more quicker than anything else. And I think in situations um, like our loss to GWS, you know, it's not what you want to see, right? You don't want to see um, a loss of that magnitude in in the first game, the first time you see the boys out on the ground. But it's certainly, we, we know damn well we've been watching football that long, we've been watching the Swannies that long. You can't. You can't put stock in performances like that. Mate, this is exactly what I was going to say. In a level head in today's society, it, I don't think it's overly common anymore, mate. Everyone's very re- – the reactions are always yes. so it, – it's full on. It's always full on. And, the, you know, you see the Swannies getting done by 15 goals first practice game. This is what I would say. I said, go ha- go have a look at our pre-seasons in 2005 and yeah. 2012. Garbage. How, how are we going? How are we going in 05, uh, the first six rounds? You know, that this is – the panic just creeps in. You see one bad result, and this is probably people who aren't educated to watching footy. They just see the numbers. Oh, they've been done by, you know, 15, 16 goals. And they're like, oh, Swans going to be no good, are they? When, you know, we've, we're – Blooding one of the youngest lists uh, in the competition. We've got all these young players between sort of 21 and 23 now who are going to be coming into their the prime of their careers and starting to play that really good footy. Yes, they do have to go to the next level this year. Absolutely. Um, they they do have to step up, but we are young, but we are, we've, we're talented, mate, and this is the thing. Bloody talented, Dable. Bloody talented. Bloody talented. So, yeah, look, no worries with that first game. And then I think we sort of started to see um, some some fruits of the labour that the boys have been putting in over the, the preseason with the, the Kangaroos game, playing a lot better footy, being very um, competitive and fighting hard and, you know, just getting outclassed a little bit in the end there. Um, we obviously had a few superstars out, um, but... Look, it's nothing to worry about. We haven't won a preseason game, and yeah, it's classic Swans preseason footy where you're not there to win uh, premierships in in March, are you, Matt? So premierships to, are not won in March. To this day, to this day, I'm yet to see one awarded in March, so <laughs> I'm not too worried, mate. Neither am I, mate. Neither am I. And as you say, there are a lot of good signs. I, I thought there were good signs in in both games. It's bloody great. I know pe- some people have knocked me for for Naismith. It's bloody great to see him out there. Um, Callum Sinclair probably looked a little out of touch, but that that'll resolve itself. But it's just good to to have a, a little bit of flexibility when it comes to the ruck work. Now you know he he looks fully fit again, and that's that's fantastic. And so. You've had a little bit of game time into into his big uh, big tall legs, Debs. Yeah, look, Sinkers is uh, that was to be expected, really. What did he miss the last four rounds with yeah. his shoulder? Yep. So there you there you go. You you what up to eight weeks behind 
um, you know, players in the opposition on your preseason, obviously surgery, that type of thing. It's going to put you back um, in your preparation for, you know, the first preseason game. You're always going to have to blow out those cobwebs. But look, yeah, as you say, it's really good to have options there. And it's the same with Naismith. What he hasn't played in two years now. Correct. So that's to be expected. And he and looked hungry, which is which is fantastic. I just want to see sinkers because, I mean, Tommy's banged on about it uh, many, many a time. Sinkers is not a ruckman. Yeah, he is a forward. Yeah, and, and he can he can kick goal, goals. He's shown he can kick goals. Yeah. I'm keen on seeing that, dude. Hold some record for contested marks, doesn't he? I wish I had uh, Tommy in here to give me the give me the <laughs> give me the facts on that game against St Kilda. I'm pretty sure it he was. He kicked five that night, I believe, as well. That's it. And yeah, record for contested marks in a game. He's a phenomenal like man. Um, I loved the look of guys like say again. On paper, not phenomenal pickups, but I, I've watched Lewis Taylor for a significant amount of years now um, as I have a bit of a soft spot for the Lions, um, and he he can really play footy. Yeah, talented. One, a rising star. You, know, you have a look at the, you know, who's won a rising star, and, yep. and the list speaks for itself. Um, so to be amongst those type of players, he's obviously got talent and um, obviously fell out of favour at Brisbane and was happy to get a fresh start. And he's definitely got that potential to provide a bit of, you know, a bit of that Tom, Tom Papley-esque and maybe allow Tommy to go into the midfield, spend some more time in there. But Tommy's been so damaging up forward, um, it's, it may be hard to see that sort of happening. Did um, you watch the um, – were you, were you in Australia for the State of Origin? I wasn't, mate. I wasn't. But when I had my quarantine scare and uh, went into quarantine for three days at home in my bedroom, I did manage to uh, watch the game on replay, Mads. And gee, Cracking was, stuff from Papley. Oh, mate. Just the front and centre, just like dangerous, speedy, just – Good to and see him in the navy blue as well. Doing, doing <laughs> Just to rub it into those Carlton supporters, gee whiz, you'd be filthy, wouldn't you? Absolutely filthy, but they can blame uh, one uh, Joey Adrian Dodoro. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I would have thought Douche. he would. Uh, he would have a lot to do with it. But haven't we come out the other end of that deal a lot better, mate? Um, he's not even. Is he even running yet, Danaher? I'm not too sure, mate. Wouldn't, I, wouldn't I have wouldn't, a clue. I wouldn't bet on it. Definitely I not. Bet on it, but we may. I reckon we still may get him for peanuts at the end of the year, and then, you know we'll turn him around like we do. Um, well, that's, that's all players that get to our club. But you, you base it on its merits, right? I mean, I I didn't really want him last year, but if if it's a viable option and it makes sense, if it feels good, then you know, yeah, why why not? But um, do do you think, Debel, that uh, that Sam Gray and Lewis Taylor are a contingency plan of sorts for Tom Papley? You'd have to think so, Mads. And you do sort of raise an eyebrow at, uh, you know, getting two similar, you know, small, quick players that you play in the forward line um, when you've got the the ilk of Tommy Papley in your, in your forward line as well. Um, so maybe, we're, you know, we may be maybe a game plan thing or they are expecting Tommy to go back back home at the end of the year. Um, it really pissed me off if that happened, Debs. I, I it would too, mate. He's he's in our top five players. There's, there's no doubt about that. And he um it, it's good to keep him, but I think he's he's shown that he want he loves the club and it is for family reasons. So can't really be dirty with him as such, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what does happen at the end of the year, especially if 
we get a season or not. I feel like that. Well, that changes. Up. It changes everything, doesn't it? Hundred percent. You know, you're gonna have players who haven't played in twelve months. A lot happens in AFL footy from week to week, let alone a whole season. So, look, this this year is going to be very interesting. The next sort of one to two weeks, I think it, the the whole plan's going to unravel, and we'll know what's going on with the season. But um, yeah, there's it's going to be interesting, Mads. That's for sure. Well, look, Debs, I mean, this is, uh, to all the people listening, this is going to be quite ad hoc. I mean, there's not a great deal of footy to talk about. We just wanted to, to get on and, and have a chat about the, uh, the blood. But uh, we might take a break and come back with, uh, with the social question. Absolutely. Uh, what do you reckon, Debs? Sounds good, mate. Do you reckon we're on? I reckon we're on. We're on. G'day, guys. It's Rob. And Adrian from Podular Media. I run The Sash, a filthy Essendon podcast. Ooh, and I run The Debrief, a snobby Melbourne podcast. But don't hold that against us. We help create true bloods. Even though I still have nightmares about Gary Rowan. And even though we haven't beaten the Swannies in almost a decade. But these blokes are the real deal of South Melbourne heritage. And we got it off the ground because we love good footy content. So if you're a fan of the Swannies and True Bloods or you just love podcasts and you want to learn more about how Podular Media can help create a podcast for you or your business, call 0488-055-14 or email adrian at podularmedia.com. Imagine if Troy Luff had his own podcast. No, 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 mate. Imagine if LRT had a podcast. <sighs> well, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to True Bloods. Welcome back to True Bloods Coronavirus Edition. Deeble and I are batting down in the studios in Richmond. And um, should we mention JPK against North Melbourne, Deeps? 100% mad. We, we forgot about that and it's, we it's did. frankly criminal. We did. He was unbelievable just showing. Yes, look, he's slowing down, guys. But, you know, when you're having 37 touches, kicking a snag, 10 tackles in and under, JPK of old, or JPK of consistent of the last 15 years, mate, it's exciting times. He's People just love to just sink the boots in, don't they? Especially when someone gets a little bit older. But that that was a, certainly a statement that he made. That's it. And you, you have a look at the physical Nick he's in. He's an absolute specimen of a human being. Specimen. Specimen. It didn't quite come out there, did it, Matt? Specimen of a man. Um, he Obviously, he prepares unbelievably, and I think that's just going to come out um, in the pudding, how, how well he prepares. And he normally delivers on game day. He normally does, Deeps. He's a reliable man and we'll, we'll look, for, look to him for leadership this year as always. Now, this, uh, this greedy, greedy organisation of the AFL will we'll give you live updates uh, as the evening progresses, but they have still yet to make a decision, Deeble. Apparently, they're discussing things with power brokers. It's absolutely crazy, Mads. That is crazy for like an organisation like the AFL to say they're going to make a decision on Monday. Monday comes around, they don't make the decision. Tuesday comes around, yep, we'll make the decision tomorrow being today, and we still don't have a decision. It's, uh, it, it shows that the chaotic nature of what's going on, and I don't think it reflects too well on the AFL, to it be doesn't. honest. You've got, you got to make a decision. You've got to go one way or the other and stand by. It, like it, I understand it. it's a massive, massive issue, but you've got to, got to make a decision, don't you? You, you had to make a decision on Monday, really. I mean, 
the the thing is, which they sort of did, I guess they came out saying we're playing eighteen rounds, we're going to play round one, yeah, and then it sort of progressed from there. It's like I'm not too sure. There there must have been that sort of backlash to oh they're going to go ahead and play and you know and I it's actually interesting. I think I I read in an article, Mads, that an article that seventeen of the clubs were pretty keen to go ahead with the round one and the one club that sort of needed convincing to say, yes, we, we want to go ahead and play round one was that was the Swannies sort of. Well, that's because um, we're uh, very responsible, uh, very responsible football. That's club, it. I, I think sort of Tom Harley had a few questions to ask and yeah, needed the convincing. I, I think his decision did come out. He's like, yeah, we'll play as a club. Um, but yeah, definitely had some questions to ask. Well, let's let's look at the AFL's track record in sort of decision making. It, it's it's very clear that the way they run their organisation is is the same way that we're running this podcast right now. Very ad hoc. They change rules every year. They change rules round to round. Um, if if you really get down to it, um, so I don't I don't know why we're really surprised that they're completely inept at decision making, um, but I think it's pretty I think it's pretty pathetic when you, you just even a wrong decision isn't as bad as indecision in this circumstance. 100%. I mean, well, in this situation, it probably is because you know if someone. If they play and someone's got the virus, you know, and it starts spreading, you know, but that, I mean, that's pretty yeah, bad, and, and and that's reasonable. But yeah. when you when you that, then just call it off, hundred percent, just it's call a, it off. It's a no brainer, or, or at least delay it, delay it for four weeks, and hopefully this because this too shall pass, right? This isn't this isn't just our lives from now on. We're we're, we're going to have to move on with things and um and, and get on with life delay it and then you can make a decision down the track if you have to de- delay it for longer but don't just it's almost like an episode of bold and the beautiful watching gill come out looking disheveled doing a press conference yeah well it comes down to risk at the end of the day of Mads, course and of course it, it it's risky when you got you know what well how many play every every game 22 44 blokes on the side yep. sidelines you know they're they're in close proximity of each other then you got all the staff and Every everyone who needs to be at the security, everyone like that, that's upwards of 100, 200 people, I think. And yep. I think the guidelines are now no meetings of over 100 people. So, look, it's not looking positive. I I hope we get some footy for from a selfish point of view, you know, because I want to watch some footy. And I, well, if we're going to be locked in, Jesus. 100%, you want to see some footy. But if it's going to be putting anyone at all at Risk, um, you know, I think the decision's right there in front of you. It just proves my point that they are greedy. Um, but nevertheless, we did uh, request some social engagement uh, today, didn't we, Deedle? We do. We love the faithful and we ask the faithful, um, first of all, the first part of the year, ask the fans who's pumped. And it's hard to be pumped when we don't know whether we're playing. But, Very hard to be pumped, Debs. But I'm bloody pumped if we do play on Saturday afternoon against the Crowies over there. No home crowd. That'll be great. Get the four points. Come home, you beauty. Um, that's a game plan anyway, Mads. But what we asked is with plenty uh, going on in the AFL world at the moment, True Bloods, what are your thoughts and theories on the current situation? 
um, one of our top fans, and uh, we we love this bloke writing in uh, every week and letting us know his thoughts and you know getting things off his chest, and that's what we lo- want to see. That's what we want, Dave's. We do slide into our DMs, let us know what's going on, what you think of what's going on with We're the. We're a community, Dave's. We are, and we love the faithful. So big Dale Ashby Dasher. Dasher. Keep, keep it coming, mate. He said, thoughts and theories is I wouldn't mind a, a delayed start to have Bud right for our first game. I'm saying that our first four rounds are our most winnable games. Correct. Which is uh, probably 100%. You got a, what a who we got Adelaide this week, um, if we do play, who they're going to be one of the interesting cases of the, the season. If it does go ahead, they've had a full revamp, new coach, everything like that. Massive clean out of players. Well, they um, had to. They did, they did, but um, so that yeah, whether they come to the party or not, it'll be interesting. Um, but I, I did see in, in the betting we are outsiders, about dollar seventy two twenty uh, outsiders. So, I mean, uh, if you if you look at if you look at the way we performed against GWS, I mean, it's yeah. you're always going to be outsiders, right? That's yeah, um, playing away, but that's fine. I, Debs, I've always preferred when we're outsiders. We were outsiders in two thousand and five. We're outsiders in two thousand and twelve. And every favourite we've been in a grand final, we've gotten absolutely cooked, Debel. Absolutely. So I don't mind having our back backs up against the wall. It's our culture, Debs. Um, but nevertheless, I'll stop being so patriotic. Uh, Matt Jones, I'll put it plain and simply. ScoMo hasn't used the phrase for mine, Deeble, <laughs> anywhere near enough in his addresses to the nation's media over the COVID-19 pandemic. That is outrageous, seeing as he's claimed on a few occasions that he's a Swan supporter, and if he really is a Swan supporter, he'd surely be a True Blood subscriber. <laughs> I would have thought so too, Matt. Oh, um, as for footy, thank God there will be some sport on the tally. I can only watch so many reruns of the recent Southeastern USA Cornhole Championships on ESPN. Oh, let's just talk about Cornhole for a second, mate. We, is that the beanbags? That is the beanbags into the, the board with a hole at the end of right. that. Mate, we, we got it over Christmas time, and my God, is that a good game. It's good. Hours and hours of entertainment. It's all about the release out of the wrist, just getting a nice little finesse. Fl- Absolute finesse. You really got to have a nice touch uh, with your release and everything. But gee whiz, what a game. But they would have kept it entertained for a little bit. Old Jonesy. He would have loved that. that. But yeah, anyway. Continue no, with uh, that's uh, that's good. That's with the, pretty with the social engagement. Pretty much, pretty much all he all he said. But we'll, we'll keep an eye on on cornhole. Cornhole, yeah, it, it's big in like um, college towns and everything like that. And um, they they, they play it on ESPN and yeah, it's good they watch. literally play it on ESPN. Hundred percent, mate. It is unbelievable. Jesus Christ. ESPN 8, the Ocho, no doubt. Yeah, I think the the ESPN Plus comes up on the old uh, iPhone every now and then when you're going through the Facebook videos. Yes. And I reckon I have been sucked into a good 20, 30 minutes of cornhole. In between between jobs, uh, sorting out locks. No, no, never never when I'm on the clock, Mads. (laughs) Never, when, when I get home. Absolutely. Naturally. Um, And John Langford, always very level-headed, says, let's take it a game at a time. Well, John, no, we don't know if there's going to be a game, so we'll see how we go. Um, Jeez. It's just just baffling. You know, Beck, um, my darling, darling girlfriend, uh, wanted to drive me to work today uh, because she didn't want me catching the train. That's very compassionate of her. We left there. Now, I live in Armidale. Yep. In Victoria. Yep. And I work in the city. 
what are we talking? Twenty five minutes. So twenty minutes. No traffic. She, she. We left at eight thirty four. Yeah. I was getting a coffee in the office, having put my stuff down and logged into my computer at like eight. 56. Gee whiz, that's like travelling in on it a, was a Sunday afternoon. Unbelievable. There is no one in the city whatsoever. You've you got to look at the positives of this pandemic oh, going on, isn't it? <laughs> a silver lining. Yeah, that's, absolutely. Um, now, look, we, we do face Adelaide, and, and hopefully we do face Adelaide. Now, Buddy Franklin is cross off yep. for the first two rounds. Yep. Um, who do you see being involved in the mix for selection? Well, there's going to be some new new faces, that's for sure. Um, I think probably, as we've spoken about, Louis Taylor will probably get a go. Um, yes. And our recruit from Hawthorne, Caden Brand. Caden Brand. Caden Brand. He was, he's actually a big body. Big body, and I think he's going to sort of slot into that back line. The Heath Grundy position, I would have thought. And I, I think that they will, obviously, with Buddy not playing, Sam Reid up forward. Yes. Um, obviously didn't play any of the Pracky games, so it could be a little bit underdone. Um, Heaney's right to go, apparently. Heaney's right to go. He was up and firing. Um, yeah, we'd have to ha- have a good look at at the at the teams, Mads. And it's funny, you know, you don't have any squads or anything. No, out. that's the thing. Um, this is all, ladies and gentlemen, again, I apologise. It's all ad hoc. We, we are going on the by the seat of our pants at the moment. Um, I'll tell you one one point I want to make, um, and I was very impressed with him, as was a number of other people, this Will Gould character. Yes. He is, for mine, deeps. For yours, Mads. He is ready-made for senior football. Oh, there's no doubt. When you're, what, six foot three, hundred kegs, you are ready to go, mate. You are ready. Who do you shirt front? GWS um, player, I can't remember. Matty DeBoer, I think it was. And he's no slouch. He's a tough man. Yeah, it goes hard at the pill. And uh, I think when you just got a, a bloke running running at the ball uh, with the intention to make bodily contact and you're 100 kilos, yeah, there's some velocity there, Mads. And but that's the first thing, uh, Deeble, that I think people... When you, it would be so intimidating in your first couple of contests at, at senior level, even though it's a pre-season match. He just came at the ball with such ferocity, and like it, like he had played two hundred games. It's so exciting. I think this is a difference that you get in players who have played that senior footy. Yeah. Like he had played over in the Sample, and that makes yeah, a, Norwood, a, I think, a massive difference in your sort of first few games of of you know it could be their first adult games of of football, you know, and you're coming up against best players in the competition. Correct. So having that Sample experience, um, you just reap the rewards uh, when you come to playing, um, you know, your first couple. Preseason games, AFL games, and I think he's yeah, as you say, Mads, ready to go, no doubt. Ready to go. I I think he. It'd be interesting to see if they give him a crack. I don't. I don't. I don't know why they wouldn't, given we're in a transitional period of blooding young players. Yeah, it's just sort of where do, where does he get into our back line? You know, you got Alir there, you got Dane, um, the great Dane. Who uh, phenomenal? He's just a leading what from a player. the back. Talk, talking Dane Rampy, I don't think enough attention was brought to how stiff he was not to be named All Australian. 
last year. 100%. 100%. You look at all the champion data stats. You look at who impacts games and who leads a back line. Dane Rampey is at the front of that He's list. a jet. And it was absolute disgrace. Well, the, the way you look at it is if you look at any team, would any team – Walk over hot coals to have Dane Ramp in their back line. Yes, they absolutely. And you can't would say do. that about too many fullbacks in no, the league. Definitely you know, not. The, the only one is Alex Rance, and he's gone now. Thank so, God. Um, um, they're they're seen not as replaceable, but just not as not as critical, not as vital as um, as some other key position players. But geez, Dane does so much, and yeah, you, you're right. He was uh, was very very hard done by. Um, would have loved to see him in the state of origin as well. Yeah, for sure. But uh, look, he again, I don't think he's even at his peak yet. I think he's just such a phenomenal leader at the club, um, and he'll be really really good for this young group. I reckon. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. He's got it. You know, taken over from um, Reg. You know, sort of that level headed. Um, you know, character in that back line. He's got a bit big responsibility and captain of the club as well. Um, so there's definitely a big responsibility there. But um, I think he's up to the task, Mads. I would have thought so, Debel. Yeah. I would have thought so. I tell you what is exciting, uh, and it's probably his best preseason to date. Would be Callum Mills. Yes, showed a lot in that um, the All Stars game. He the, did. For Lace, hitting people lace out. He was the only one I bloody recognised, Debs, because yeah. I was at the game. Yes, righto. It, it was appalling that they did not have names on Guernseys. Yeah. Or at least have them wearing their normal number. Who cares if there's four number fours? Yeah, exactly Someone's right. getting bloody reported. Exactly right. So it just made it very difficult. But, geez, I could see uh, Callum Mills, the Rolls Royce, as they call him, just hitting people lace out all night. I will make this call, Mads. For mine, I think he belongs at halfback. So do I. I don't want him in the midfield. I don't want him in the midfield. And I, I think I, he's too slow. Yeah, and I think sort of Benny calls for that a little bit. He wants to see him in the midfield. But I, I think he's just a that perfect player off halfback with a good shoe, which is so important when you're playing off halfback. And he's, he's the, calm as he's well. He's calm, he's level-headed, and his decision-making is getting a lot better. Yes. Uh, that's the sort of the thing that's going to take him to the next level. And I think he's, he's read of the play. He's exceptional. Uh, it's, it's elite. And elite. it was elite the first time he stepped on the ground. A hundred percent. And uh, he's obviously one of the keys to sort of our game plan as such, rebelling off that uh, half back line. And that's what we do. We rebound and we go hard forward and quickly. Um, he's definitely a key for us, us being successful this season. But you're, you're absolutely right. I've, I've never really understood... It's kind of like this, right? When you're when you're a, an elite player, right? So if you take someone like a Callum Mills when he's playing at club level, you got you you're going to be the best player there uh, on the park, right? Underage footy, you're talking. Yeah, sort I'm of talking. Before, under, yeah, I'm talking. When he's coming I'm up. talking when you're yep. coming up, right? Yeah, you're going to be if you're destined. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. If you're destined to be a uh, an AFL footballer, odds on you're going to be the best player in the competition on the ground whenever you're playing junior footy now that tends to suggest you're probably going to be one of the fitter ones and that tends to suggest that you can get the pill a lot and you're probably going to be in the midfield so he probably played a shitload in the midfield deeps and so that was just 
you know, the the general understanding is that he would then go and play in the midfield. Yeah. I think you're bang on. Yeah. He is more suited at the half back. 100%. It's a no-brainer for my Mads. But, you know, time will tell. Um, I think uh, that's where we're sort of – we need to blood some youth in, the, in that midfield, some guys to take over from a Luke Parker and a JPK. You know, it's going to be Ollie Florence, you Will Haywoods, and the, and well, the surely boys getting the in Haney there. Surely it's the Haney time. And, and Haney. Surely. That's it. I've but, been bullish on this for a yeah, while. Look, and, and I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, Isaac Heaney in the middle would be sensational, but I think we just they get sucked into Mr. Fix it. the impact that he has wherever he goes. Uh, That's the thing. You're getting killed in the middle, you send Heaney in, he gets 10 disposals. You get, you're not kicking enough goals, send him down, he yep. kicks four goals. Got to save the game, put him behind the yep. ball. Yeah. No, I totally agree, mate. And this is sort of the things that, um, you know, the, the coaching staff have to work out is where is Heaney going to make the, the most impact? He can't keep getting thrown around like he does. Yep. I agree. For I sure. Agree. And then, mate, we could waffle on about these players all day, well, mate. We could. We could. All Debs. day. We could. But we're not going to, Debel. Because some of us have very chaotic things to do tomorrow. Um,. I think we'll wrap it up, Dable. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. But it's been good to be back with you in the in the Podular Media studio uh, here, Mads. A lot of people have been asking. It's been good to be back with you, Debs, as well. A lot of a lot of the faithful have been sliding into our DMs asking when it's going to be back. So thank you very, very much for our for your patience. Um, it's obviously been interesting times, and we've sort of d- had to delay it a couple of times. Uh, Benny has a new child. Yes, the Benny the new dad. So yes. I'm sure Benny will give this a li- listen. So g'day, Benny. He's, g'day uh, Benny. I think he's pulling a bit of the old social isolation, which is absolutely, absolutely fair enough. Absolutely reasonable, I would have thought, Table in the in these times. So uh, we we may dial uh, Benny in in the upcoming weeks, um, depending how this all uh, plays out, and get him on the line. And I think we may have the pleasure of. Uh, Possibly, oh, don't don't possibly jinx it. don't jinx it of the old uh, Tommy Flanagan coming in uh, once he's finished with his uh, TV commitments, um, doing doing a bit of acting or oh, doing a lot of acting on the, on the old television these days. Uh, so you know he hasn't had the time to get into do some True Bloods action, um, but yeah, hopefully we've got them along f- for the ride and we get some footy. Um, and we'll be we'll be subbing in. Um, a few people every now and again um, as well. So hopefully you'll hear some new voices. Um, but look, uh, other than that, come on the Swannies for uh, this, what is it? Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. afternoon 4.35 against, against, against the, the Crows. Crows at, uh, if it does happen at an empty um, Adelaide, Adelaide Oval. Adelaide Oval. That'd be it. Jesus, I'm, my mind's going, Dable. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll ke- certainly keep you updated. But uh, until then, speaking words of wisdom, up, up the Swatties. Swatties.